get rid of your credit card debt, get a lower monthly payment, and skip your next two house payments at SaveWithConrad.com. NMLS number 65084, equal housing lender. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to save thousands with SaveWithConrad.com. Find out how much money you can save right now at SaveWithConrad.com. Okay, sorry. Welcome and, back to the show. Is it a is it a bad health sign that I'm lightheaded from giggling? Is that bad? No, I think no, that means I need no. to go to the doctor. Yeah, well, I yeah, hoped it doesn't because that would mean I have to go as well. Because uh, I peed a little also. You know Welcome, what I mean? Yeah, no, that's fine. Welcome back to the show. It's Road Dog and Wet Pants Casio. <laughs> and you're listening to another edition of... Oh, you didn't know, no, 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 you ought to know by now. That was, uh, sorry, song is stuck in my head, but the podcast is actually, Oh, You Didn't Know, or You Didn't Know, I'm not sure the name. Uh, Buddy, what is up in your life, man? You got the new pup? I'll tell you what, uh, I got How's a new pup? puppy. Yeah, the puppy is crapping everywhere, yeah, and just bites you hard. Like, I have several, yeah, that. she looks cute. She looks real cute. Yeah, she's the devil. Um, she, <laughs> no, truth be told, uh, she's still just as cute. And, uh, me and my wife love her so much. We're probably going to take her away from my daughter, but, um, <laughs> don't tell my daughter I said that. <laughs> She'll uh, find out when she goes to move out. <laughs> oh, the her. dog's not going. <laughs> see ya. Yep. See ya. We'll see you. Say bye. Say bye, Winnie. Well, good. Uh, yeah, everything's great, everything's man. I mowed good. some grass. I got some sun. Uh, I laid on a raft in my pool. Did um, you really? Yeah, it's just like a, it's like I'm from Hollywood or something. Is it a real pool, or do you got one of them cattle troughs where you put water <laughs> in it <laughs> that's on Pinterest all the time? You know? I do have to empty it and then feed the goats. In it. <laughs> right. But then after they drink, you can float in it. All pool. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's an actual pool that came with the house when we bought it. Um, nice. And it's it's one of those that's an old people pool where it's like four feet deep on each end and okay. six feet in the middle. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. so, you can walk so in. Yeah. yeah, you walk in and then drown momentarily, but then walk out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's good for the kids and have my grandkids and everything. We have a blast in there. But today nobody was in there and I got dirty and sweaty cutting the grass and I dove in the pool. It's cool to have. Large dog is what you are, brother. Living like a big dog, my yeah, friend. Yeah, well, the, let's be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. The back well isn't working, and so the pumps and the pool aren't working. Oh. There's a whole electrical system. So it's not, I'm not rolling like top dog. It's still uh, Redneck Riviera okay. down here. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's still, we ain't, uh, we ain't quite in France just yet. 
You were in water. It was not as pleasant as it sounded, but you were in water. There was, yeah, there was there was water involved. Yes, <laughs> electricity uh, fear. You could have got we, shocked. And I literally anymore. had a guy come out uh, who is a, a friend uh, of a, of he you know, owns a well company here new, near here in Bruton, Alabama, uh, and the name is escaping me. But he came out literally and like leaned under the well and flipped one switch. And everything started working. Oh, it was just like, I felt me and my wife both stood there like, oh, we, we're not worthy. Um, so I but, can turn but it he, off. Yeah, he, no, yeah. No, it was like a safety something underneath. It had got struck by lightning. Like my electric gate and my pool pump got struck by lightning. Oh. Um, and so there's some kind of safety thing underneath that shuts it down or whatever and then he just went back there and clicked him. we were like oh he said i'm the well god <laughs> i said yes you are today sir what do i owe you and he said nothing the and well just, whisperer took yeah, care he was, of you. he sure did man and and i will find out uh dang me for not knowing i'll find out the name of his business and plug him uh to the world the world to the masses my <laughs> friend oh man so what are we going to talk about today? Well, first, we're going to start off on a high note. We're going to start oh! off with the meme oh, of the week. I thought you meant literal. Meme of the week. Oh, oh what oh, is that? God, what am I looking at? <laughs> I thought it was nudity. Oh, it's... it's I did I, too, but it's <laughs> not. I can't read the, the thing. It's going to be very hot this week. Stay hydrated, <laughs> and she's drinking by in a sausage can. By the way... I thought that was a naked lady. I totally didn't know what I... I didn't... Well, I thought it was one, too. I'm just going to be honest. put your hands up. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I wasn't sure we were supposed to be seeing it. Like, is this is this okay, Mom? Um, how uh, much to drink Vienna sausage uh, juice? How much? Yeah, would you do I'd it? I'd do it, yeah, for free. Do I mean, I'd, if you're going to give me some money, okay, cool. Uh, right now, if we ate a can of Vienna sausages, would you wipe them off or do you just eat them? I just eat them. I got that clear jelly on there. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's going to come off in my belly. The jelly <laughs> in my... This jelly's going to come off in my belly. Do you like Vienna sausage? I haven't eaten one in a really long time. That's surprising. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Didn't expect that answer. Uh, but I did eat a bologna sandwich today. Okay. Close yeah. enough. That's That would get my red. About potted card. meat. Okay. <laughs> Well, deviled so ham. I, deviled ham is a no-go for me, but it was hugely popular with my father-in-law. Oh, yeah. Loved oh. potted ham. Uh, yeah. Oh, my just, dad, mayonnaise and the, the whole can of potted meat, and it was game. That was a sandwich. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like my, my yeah. father-in-law. And you're just like, you're like, He's it from doesn't Memphis. taste right, you know? <laughs> it tastes good, but something's, we're not supposed to be eating it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that bite was good, but there's an aftertaste. That's a toenail. Yeah. <laughs> it's yours. And I don't even know how I got in there, Dad. I but. pray to God I don't find a Band-Aid, but that's a toenail. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I don't know, man. I don't want to eat that stuff. I'd eat but, it. But the meme of the week, the, the drinking the Vienna sausage, Woo! we saw a naked woman. What does that say about <laughs> you and I? Woman. Yeah. Honestly, we both what, panicked. We what, both panicked. What does that say about us that that's what we saw? We are happily married men, and we didn't want to look at a a, a naked woman <laughs> without her approval. You know, and what? I thought 
Would it shock you if Dom would have thrown up a naked woman? Well, I, yes, to tell you the truth, I just think it would be a naked <laughs> what? guy. Next thing <laughs> he throws up is going to be nudity. I know it. He's going to throw something in. If it's in. Dom, I don't know. It might That's be. That's my a, point. It, it might be Dom like a donkey or something. Dom inappropriate is not a shocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He said, Robert, the get Rob. Yeah. Robert. Did he bring Hey, his, so. Did he bring his, <laughs> his vitamins? Isn't that what he eats? He eats fits through the yeah. mask, right? Just Yeah, it fits right in the mask, and then the ball goes back in. So, I mean, that's that's how we roll here. Quickly. That's like how we roll. After. Isn't it, Robert? He knows. He knows. Uh, let's get into this, uh, dog. We have okay. got Extreme Rules 2018. Ooh, 2018. You I, are... Did I work here? Well, I was going to ask you. and Okay. You, you asking me is not what, what I is that backwards you feel? I was, yeah, I was going to say, well, <laughs> okay. what are you doing at this point? Okay. So, I guess we're, we got a conundrum. <laughs> yeah. If we we've been if we're in a pickle, this is a real pickle. I'm gonna take a gamble. Usually, if we're okay. talking about it, you were either a performer or a producer, or, yes. or a writer, or something. Yes, yeah, some. Okay, form. this might have been before I acquired. I, I, that's where uh -huh. you get. That's where you quit and get fired at the same time. You acquired. Acquired. Yeah. No, not an A. There's no A. Just acquired. Because I quit, I quit, but I got fired. I'm not sure. We've spent too much time on this already. Extreme Rules 2018. This was June I, of 2018. I do love Extreme Rules pay-per-views. Okay. Uh, but I will say now I feel like uh, there's a little bit of, um, I'm going to make up a word here, Wild Westery. Yeah. I just made that up. TM. Trademark. Wow. Social media brand name. Um, what were we talking about again? Extreme Rules. Extreme Wild Rules. Westry. Yes, yes. Wild Westery. Um, I feel like it's gotten really Wild Westy again. I just changed it and made it a new word. Uh, Wild Westy Puller was a horse marine. So there's a lot of chair shots. There's a lot of tables. There's a lot of, a lot of toys being used right now on television on a weekly basis. Kinda. You know what I mean? Like more so than kind of there used to be. So mm -hmm. Extreme Rules, I feel like, is the one place where you can just do it all. And it's and you try to come up with new new ways to do it all. You know what I mean? Where that's a stairs match for the big guys who can pick up the stairs. And uh, So, yeah, I love the Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I love the concept. Um, I think that's the reason you keep that kind of stuff as special as possible. So that then this pay-per-view, that's what you get to see. It's almost like once a year you get to see a ECW pay-per-view uh, without the juice. Right. And uh, let, let's go back to that time, and we're going to start off um, in an interesting part of history, coming off Money in the Bank. Sadly, the day between Money in the Bank and SmackDown, yeah. the man they call Vader, Leon White, sadly passes away. Yeah. Uh, just what's your instant thoughts? Maybe some memories of Vader and, and just your your time with him. Look, I've told, I've told stories about... Uh, <clears throat> about Vader beating me up in the ring and then me kind of getting his respect back with a couple of real snug punches. And, and honestly, that, that, that's how I remember him as I play rough. Can you play rough? 
Oh, you can? Okay, so then let's play nice. And yeah. from then on, it literally went from physicality in the ring to the way he spoke to me in the back. Was There was a level of respect that I, that I garnered from him on a roll of the dice with my own physical being. You know what I mean? Like, I, he could have... He could have beat the crap out of me after that, and he didn't. And it meant a lot to me. And look, he was also, we talked about it not long ago. I don't know if it was on here or, or, or no. I think it was on that, that uh, podcast you and I did. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what, what it was called or whatever, but you and I did it, and it was, uh, we talked about Vader, about the, Jap- the uh, Jap- Japanese Vader, when yes. the, he would come out and put the, the mask and the horns down, and he would back Incredible. up, and and, uh, uh, and he would do it, and the smoke would come out, and holy crap, man. When he came to WCW, and that's the kind of crap he brought to the table, like, holy mackerel, man. And then, uh, just thinking about him, too, never forget him putting Ron Simmons over right in the middle of the ring for the WCW Heavyweight Championship, and, uh, and taking Ron's finish and everything you know what I mean like that's that was big Leon and and he people I think people he rubbed people the wrong way and they didn't get to they didn't get to know him they just saw that he was a big bully kind of dude and they never got past that you know what I mean anybody that did kind of knew he had a big heart you know what I mean he had a big heart and he was a smart dude uh so yeah I I I'll, I have fond memories of him uh and some not so fond that that I remember my ears ringing, you know what I mean? <laughs> but that's that's the name of the game, man. That's how we play. Uh, the show is scheduled for Pittsburgh, which has always been yeah. a hotbed for wrestling. What's your favorite memories of either being in or wrestling in Pittsburgh? Yeah. Well, look, I... Oh. I, I uh, yeah, there's the Parmini uh, per, brothers. Did I get it right, Dom? Pimenti? Per, no, it's not. Permanis. Permantes, Permantes, it is Permantes, thank you. And look at that thing. So that's definitely one of them. Also, I loved, uh, I went to, I don't know if you guys know Justin Labar. I was Labar. just listening, by the way, that was a sandwich picture. Oh, <laughs> We left them hanging, and we thought we were just looking at some brothers. Yeah. Uh, and you're hey, like, look at that. Look at that. Uh, it was a beautiful sandwich uh, from What Permanis. is that, corned beef? It, that was probably corned beef, and it just comes with fries all fries over it and, and slaw and cheese. And, yeah, and the bread is thick bread, like it's fresh-cut, thick bread. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, so I love that about Pittsburgh. I also love uh, – I went to uh, – a game, uh, Brian Goulish and Justin Labar, two guys I know, and and so, Dom, you might know, uh, you might know Justin, but but um, they took got me tickets to a Pittsburgh game. Me and my wife went to see Pittsburgh Steelers, and we got to oh. a tailgate outside, and man, they were making fresh uh, pierogies and just Polish sausages and all this. Like it was so much fun. And I know that's not wrestling, but wrestling was great. Every time we went to Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh's a cool wrestling town. Um, and I think West, uh, Pennsylvania is really different than East Pennsylvania. If that, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, uh, and I don't even know, uh, where Pittsburgh is geographically. So, 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 but, but I do, I, I love it there. I feel like home. I, we also went there and I stayed there for like two weeks uh, when my wife had sur- neck surgery and we couldn't fly home for a couple of weeks. You know what I mean? We had to stay there in a hotel. And, uh, but thank God and, and uh, the WWE, they, they paid for that and put us up and did the whole deal, man. They took care of us. And, and uh, that's the kind of dude uh, 
that I work for. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Pittsburgh. Dang right, I love it. Uh, also, uh, yeah, gonna try to get gonna try to get back to a game this year. Don't know if it's gonna work out, but our uh, our anniversary is in September, September the fourteenth. Uh, we got our wedding, our marriage license on Friday the thirteenth. Uh, my wife oh, nice. said, she said we should have just got married that day. <laughs> so I was like, eh. we, we've definitely been cursed, uh, but we've been blessed as well. Um, and I was both of those things to her. Um, <laughs> still, still probably, you know, continuing to be both. And I apologize. Uh, but yeah, P- Pittsburgh's an awesome wrestling town. So I love going there to wrestling. I want to go back to a Pittsburgh uh, football game uh, because I like when they score a touchdown at Heinz Field. The bottle of ketchup turns up and pours out, and and I love ketchup. Everybody knows that. You called me a fifth grader. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're a toddler. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a toddler because I'm a condiment loving sock rolling son of a. Uh, yeah, I love. You know what's really good is that KFC sauce. And also okay. Chick-fil-A sauce. Oh, come on. Oh, Dom said they took the ketchup bottle out. Well, you know what you can do then? You can uh, take your Pittsburgh Steelers and shove them up. Your... No, uh, well, <laughs> no I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry to, I'm sorry to hear that. Is it still Heinz Field? No, nah, it's probably like First Comerica Bank or something. You know what? Yeah, we've sold right. out. Everybody's sold out, man. What does it say? Acupuncture uh, Stadium? Acrisure. Acrisure Stadium. Well, that's, that's easy not, to say. I don't have a ring to it. That's awesome. Good job, Pittsburgh. <laughs> hey, and then, you know what I do love about Pittsburgh for real? Uh, I was there one time on 4th of July. And uh, yes, I say July. Uh, and on a, on barges in the river. And you know, there's like 70,000 bridges all over the place in Pittsburgh sure. when you come into. And there's barges out there just firing fireworks off. And. Uh, Cars just pull it over like they did. Remember on me and you were driving back to Huntsville. <laughs> People just pulled over on the side of the interstate. Uh, and I was like, what does... Uh, yeah, we but that's what they did up. here. We, <laughs> that's what they did there, did too. A, we did a podcast about an hour outside of Huntsville, the mm-hmm. X-File podcast. And we're driving back to Huntsville, and it was before 4th of July. It was the yeah. weekend before... So I didn't think of anything of it, but they, they were celebrating because 4th of July was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. It was. <laughs> yeah. We're and so in. we're in separate cars and we just come flying back in the middle of the night. And all of a sudden we come out of the woods into civilization. Yeah. We're crossing this huge bridge that gets to Huntsville <laughs> and there's cars parked on both up. sides of the road. Yeah. And we're going 70. Yeah. And they're all of yeah. a sudden appear. And I thought <laughs> I was slammed on my brakes because yeah, I thought they too. were stopped. And then, boop, 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 then fireworks start shooting out. And I'm like, where did we drop into Beirut? What yeah, just happened? <laughs> and everybody's attack. just standing on the side of the interstate. <laughs> yeah, with their cell phones. And I'm whizzing by two feet from them at, at 83 because I got the cruise set. So. <laughs> And uh, and man, it, that scared the crap out of me. But that's what that what that's what Pittsburgh was like that one night. And we ended up literally pulling over and being one of those people because it was awesome. They were shooting them. Dom's probably seen it a million times, but it was cool to me. Dom's uh, from Pittsburgh. He's uh, we talked about it. He's an assemblyman in the uh, Little People's Assembly of of Little Italy in Pittsburgh. Uh, <laughs> little Italy. <laughs> Small Italians. He's a munchkin land. Small but, Italians. Yes, yes, that's uh, that's it. 
Can you imagine? They have three It's like a six there. inch. You know what I mean? Why, why are they hogging all the rivers there, by the way? They, they got they, three. Yeah, they do have a lot. And, and they Most towns don't one. have one. I, they could spare one. You know yeah. what I mean? But I do love that. that uh, Arizona's in a drought right now. <laughs> Send give them, them a river. Give them a friggin' river, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pick your weakest river and send it. Come on. It's still a river. Yeah. Um, poor Arizona. Are we supposed to talk about wrestling? Because I'm having a lot of fun talking about sandwiches. Yes, for Manny yeah. Brothers. Um, yeah, on. so Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh always been a great wrestling town. What was the next Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about... How to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. Hey guys, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley here, and I need to call a quick timeout, a brief timeout, because I wanted to tell your listeners what I have been telling Foley is Pod listeners for a while now about all the cool things happening over on adfreeshows.com. We recently celebrated the 25-year anniversary of the biggest Nitro of all time when Goldberg faced Hollywood Hogan at the Georgia Dome. Eric, alongside the Taskmaster Kevin Sullivan and the living legend Larry Zbysko, joined Ad-Free Shows members live to relive it. Yeah, well, you can't fire me now, so I'll tell you the truth. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think anything can beat that. That was the ultimate. I mean, they broke the decibel record. The roof blew off the place. It, it was amazing, it was totally amazing. Speaking of the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan joins AdFreeShows.com starting this July with a brand new mailbag series, Tuesday with the Taskmaster, answering your questions each and every week. I have over 50 years of experience in the wrestling business, and I'm happy to be on this platform with Conrad. So send in your letters. you got a question. I can go back even past 50 years, and I'm a wrestling historian. So anything you want to know, we'll try to deliver. That's just a small taste, a sampling, if you will, of what we have waiting for you with four levels to choose from. See for yourself why ad-free shows is the best value in wrestling today. Sign up now at adfreeshows.com. Uh, well, let's get into <laughs> setting up Extreme Rules 2018. Ooh, 18. Uh, there's a gauntlet match takes place on that SmackDown. Rusev would win and become the number one contender oh. to AJ Styles. Dog, when you think back to this time, was it the fans' reaction to Rusev that propelled him into that spot? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say so. <clears throat> but I'd also say, so, also say it was right for the character and the time and everything like it was it wasn't that oh they're popping for him let's use him it was we were using him we wrote rusev day rusev was doing great with lana the package was awesome they had the undefeated year up until that with in the match of cena at at, uh at at mania and so they're they're doing great they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing and we're writing them into the show and they start catching on but yeah they started catching on, and that's when uh, that's when they started getting noticed. You know what I mean? And I don't know if that was a good or a bad thing at that time, but yeah, Rusev was getting over, and everybody knew it. 
Also, Team Hell No is put back together oh, when Daniel Bryan and Kane are to challenge the Bludgeon Brothers for the tag team titles. The Bludgeon Brothers, in fact, cost Bryan a shot in the gauntlet match. Whose idea was it to put Team Hell No back together? And was this something you were excited for? Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, look, that was such a successful thing uh, that they did. Uh, and that was before my time on the writing team. But, man, how funny uh, were some of the stuff they did with them and the doctor and, the, you know, oh. the ordering and canes, the 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 guy that comes up to t- take their order. Uh, like, it, uh, there's just so many things that they did that were so funny. I believe, uh, in my mind, as far as, like, that's what made Daniel Bryan to me. Um, that's what made him like somebody I love other than just this great technical wrestler who can do it as good, if not better than everybody else. Like, okay, that's cool. But for me, the guy who likes entertainment and, and juggling, uh, chainsaws, like show me something when he showed me that he could, uh, had great comedic timing and yeah. all of a sudden he opened up a Pandora's box of come on in, you know what I mean? And welcome aboard. Let's have a blast. And, Man, that's when he, that's when for me, like I said, that's when he really impressed me. Now, what impresses me now is that he's still, uh, you know, going and going hard, um, even after injury after injury. Uh, so he, he really loves the game of wrestling. Um, I wish he would love the game of entertainment more. <laughs> okay. I'll say that. I'll say that. Um, do you remember whose idea it was to put Team Hell No back together, how that came apart? No, but, but I'm sure. To me, look, there's great people in the writing team. They always get crap from everybody because they want their jobs and they can't have it. But but they <laughs> so they 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 come up with great stuff like that, and you just go like, oh yeah, we can put them back together for this thing and and put us and tell a story with the Bludgeon Brothers to, to Daniel and Kane will go away or whatever you know. So there's there's many things to to many people talking. It's hard to go. I came up with that idea. Or he came up with that idea. Right. And, and look, in a writing room, there's a lot, of, and you've probably been in one, there's just a lot of spitballing. And some of it... Some things come back later, Some too. things come back, yeah. Some things come back around. And you go like, okay, so that's funny because uh, I've laughed at it twice now. And you know what I mean? <laughs> or and, and it came back around the room again because that was so good. And so that's one of those things. And, and it's also like, oh, man. It's a gimme. We got Kane there. We got we can use Kane. It might have been the time where Kane was running and he could work this day, but he couldn't work any more dates or something. <laughs> Honestly, that that literally happened. And uh, he was like, I'm, "I'm in my campaign for mayor. I can't work on TV every week." <laughs> well, Kane will return and save Brian, and the crowd would absolutely erupt because mm. it was six years since the team was first put together, and we saw that night Holy the WWE mackerel. universe had a fondness. For that team oh uh, man do you remember them standing in the middle of the ring and electric no <laughs> yes everybody no. i mean and the whole building is doing like it really was electric kane was great in his role and but daniel was too it was like i don't know it was fun but still real wrestling like daniel was the jokes not after the bell rings you know what i mean and i think yeah. that was what was important uh as daniel always uh, bring, brings it, you know what I mean? And so he, to be that comedic guy with the big dude, it's just such a odd couple. It's, a, you know, comedy work, comedy, some comedy is generational and odd couple stuff always will work. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Uh, on the raw side of things, two big matches were being built. Dolph Ziggler 
and Seth Rollins for the Intercontinental title, and mm -hmm. Roman Reigns, Bobby Lashley competing against each other to take on Brock Lesnar. In an interesting turn of events, Reigns and Lashley team up and lose to the Revival on Raw. What did you think of that twist in the story and that Dash Wilder pin Roman Reigns on TV, dog? I'm okay with that. That was, I mean, that was I wouldn't crazy. be okay if it was the other way, but I'm okay with that one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, but look at look at there. They we're using the revival. The revival How about beat that? Roman and and Degum Bobby Lashley. Pinned him right, in the right ring. On TV, How about pinned that? him right on in the middle. TV. Yeah, that's saying something right there. It would eventually transfer to Roman Reigns taking on Bobby Lashley for a shot at Brock Lesnar at a later date. But the backlash for Reigns was really hot and heavy during this time yep. from the fans. You surprised that the WWE took two more years to turn reins? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I think they were. You know, you gotta try, you gotta let stuff sit. You gotta let stuff simmer. And I know that's unpopular in today's day and age, where I can get whatever I want and I can get it right now. Um, but sometimes you gotta sit on this and see which way the wind blows. You know what I mean? And like. Uh, boy, it blew in the right direction because look where we stand now uh, yeah. and look where he stands now um, as an individual, as a superstar uh, and, and the company better for having him. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's all, that all, it all speaks volumes to the, to the many that during this time hated Roman. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it speaks volumes to them to go, don't take it so seriously. Tomorrow's a new day. Like we're going to change. Things are going to change and different and whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, people hated him. They hated him and they hate him now. But yet everybody in the sold out. Come again, Brian. What'd you say? Sold out arena, uh, which there are a lot of them nowadays, acknowledges him on the weekly, you know what I mean? And they, yeah. and they listen to every word and they're hanging on every word and every facial even in these in these uh, in ring promos, holy mackerel, man! The matches are secondary. Like it's the acting and the and the uh, the writing of the in ring promos that are award winning. In my in my, it's the best I've ever seen in wrestling. And I'll say I'll say that without a shadow of a doubt. Roman getting down on his knee and crying and then hitting the like I, I that hurt that hurt my heart. When he started crying, like I, because I get that, man. I feel that in there with your brothers. There's cousins, but they're they are tight as brothers. They grew up together. They mm -hmm. live together, and they're all family in there. And they're on top of the wrestling world, and they're doing this. I could cry in there too. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'd bust out, <laughs> bust well, out crying. But but it, man, just good stuff. Just good stuff. So haters. So uh, haters. Suck, suck, suck it. Well, I was I was just talking to a friend of mine literally today about the bloodline and how, yeah. of course, everybody knows how exciting it is and how intriguing it is now. Yep. And I was like, you know, if he didn't cook, if that heat didn't cook for so long, yeah, yeah, would does we it, does be this work? interested now? Yeah. And I don't and, know. And also think about this time last year. What was the hottest story in wrestling? The bloodline story, like it's been yeah. going on forever. Like the, there was, my, my wife said, well, now which one was friends with Sammy? 
She was talking about the Usos, and me and my daughter had to explain to him, like, no, it was this one at first, and see, now I'm getting them mixed up. And then he turned on him, and he got, and so so it's been going on for so long with so many little great nuances. Uh, I don't know. I can't put it over enough, man. Uh, hey, I'm Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and I know a thing or two about walking out on a bad deal, like paying someone else's mortgage. Don't let your landlord get over on you. Walk out on that bad deal and stop throwing your money away on rent today with SaveWithConrad.com. You don't need perfect credit. You may not even need a down payment. Your new house payment could be less than what you're paying now. So if you're still renting, what are you doing? Conrad and his team can help you reverse your landlord's figure four leg lock and you can move up the card to home ownership. Visit SaveWithConrad.com today. That's right, SaveWithConrad.com. Dot com today. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! Carmelo and Oscar's story will continue and feature James Elworth coming out uh, as Oscar, <laughs> uh, but we'll get laid out by Oscar. But... <laughs> I'll tell you, that was my idea. <laughs> was it? <laughs> it was definitely a SmackDown idea. It was me or Steve. Uh, 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 Oh, God. Steve Guerrero or Ryan Ward. Um, but, yeah, it was funny. Or, jo- or Johnny Russo was in the team, too, so it could have been him. Uh, but that was definitely – we love to have people dress up as, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> who did uh, – uh, Mickey James came in dressed up as El Luchadora or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the female luchador. She was, that was her name. Yeah, that's, I mean, duh. We Elisadora. had uh, R- R- uh, Ricardo Rodriguez well, worked as El Local uh, <laughs> because we call because we call the extras the locals. You know what I mean? Like oh, it's yeah. a so local guy. We called him El Local on TV, on SmackDown. <laughs> so this was stuff we were just laughing about and getting it through. You know what I mean? And they were letting us do it. So this is just one of our, one of our things. And Ellsworth... I'll tell you whose idea a lot of this stuff was with Ellsworth, and that's Vince McMahon. Man, he saw it, and he saw it, and he was right. And and when it comes to ratings, which is how you judge if somebody's right or not in the TV business, uh, we did well with Ellsworth. Like, it was Ellsworth and AJ and Ellsworth and Dean Ambrose. And What are you doing? What are we doing here? And, And it was like... No, sir. No, we don't want to put him in the main event again. And he's like, <laughs> God, you have to. You know? And it was like, and he was right. Every week it did better and better. It was like people just had to see what we were going to do here, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. Also, uh, while we're here talking about him, so much meat on the bone with Carmella and Oscar here, mm. man. There, there was just so much here. Two I, great look, talents. I, yeah, I, look, I love Carmella. I think a lot of people underestimate her. Carmella can sing and dance and she's very talented and she's and she got a lot better at wrestling. And that's just a fact. And if you deny that, then you're just you're not gonna like her anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think she really improved her game and I think she'll probably come back stronger than ever uh on the other side of this. Uh Sanity in the Usos will begin a program. Uh just mm. I mean, you bring them up and whoever you insert with the Usos are beginning a program with. Yeah. They just work well with everyone. Yeah, the, the Usos do. And look, I would say I would branch or branch out and say the the uh, the Fatu family, the Anoy family, like they're all just really good. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> all, all of them. And it's it's really when you think about wrestling royalty, um, 
Look, I would love to think that my family gets an honorable mention for the Southeastern Territories or something. But in all actuality, that family has, has what, what, a, what a dynasty they have in the entertainment industry from the wild Samoans up in the WWWF uh, in Madison Square Garden 60 years ago. You know what I'm saying? And right. now they're, all their children and grandchildren uh, are wrestling, and 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 they're so cause these are the these are the wild Samoans' grandkids. Uh, Roman is a, is one of them's son, but the other ones are Rikishi's kids. They're, that's his grand. That's their grandkids. So, what a lineage, man! What a what a family tree, uh, like a redwood of talent. You know what I mean? Like they think about how Rikishi's been wrestled for fifty degum years. It seems like. Uh, think about how many iterations of gimmicks he went through. Samoa SWAT team. Samoa. You know what I mean? Like all these things. Wow, him and Samu way back when. And so just what a family. I can't put their family over enough. And 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 right now they're on top of the wrestling world, and rightfully so. I saw I saw another one's coming. Zilla, I saw him make he's making oh, the yeah. rounds on yeah, yeah, yeah. social media all, look, this. All of them. And what about uh the other one? Jacob Fatu is the champion oh, of somewhere, incredible. you know what I mean? So, somewhere and he is incredible. Um I got an opportunity to meet him at the Ric Flair's last match, and uh, yep. and yeah, he's a heck of a guy, man. It, it, he he was just he was just like meeting the USO. You know what I mean? Like it's just all. I feel like uh, the Armstrongs and the and the USOs are all kind of cut from the same cloth a little bit, and so it just when we see each other, it's almost like we know each other, and it's just a a beautiful thing. But uh, but yeah, everybody in their family tree is extremely talented. Uh, let's also, while we're here, talk about Sanity, since we brought him up, we got Alexander Wolf, Eric Young's here, yeah. uh, Killian Dane, Sawyer Fulton, Nikki Cross. Uh, this is a whole end of the up stable, but yeah. were you excited about having Sanity on the main roster? What was their ceiling in your mind? Yeah, well, so so look, I think they didn't have one, to be quite honest. I, I know um, a lot of the early feedback was, well, there's four of them. Do we have to travel all four of them? There's, there's, there's a girl too. Is she coming? Is she, you know what I mean? Like there was a, there was a bunch of, and, and look, Vince thinks about cost. So I got to fly five people around to, to do a tag match or, or what, you know what I mean? Like, what are we going to do? We're going to have a 10 man tag every night. And so, so that's sometimes that's problematic. I bring that up first to say that. Um, secondly, I think each and every one of those guys individually could could be a star. Uh, Nikki Cross, I love Nikki Cross to death. She's one of my favorite favorite people that I don't understand when she talks to me. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Big Damo, I think Big Damo's a great worker. I always got along with Big Damo, great. I think he moves great for a big man. I uh, I don't I don't I don't think Vince shared my my feelings. You know what I mean? I just don't. Um, Eric Young. I think is one of the greatest guys I've ever known, and I've known him for a really long time. Uh, always great to see him. Always great to to talk to him, um, and great wrestler. As you can see now, he's still going and in yep. impact, and 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 still working great. Still a, a great in the ring. Uh, always has been. Um, who was the other guy? Uh, Wolfgang. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Wolfgang. Look, Wolfgang. Wolf. Wolfgang was great, and he was with Imperium, and then they decided they're not gonna extend his contract like it was kind of kind of weird to me because i thought he was kind of the package deal and he was uh 
so, so I don't know. I don't know. I just felt like he, he – I didn't see him going, and then he went. And so um, – I don't know. But I you didn't more, see I a ceiling for them. You, you wanted to see where I, they could go. I wanted to see it where they could go individually, where they could go as a tag team. Look, because you can – you always need tag teams. You always need tag teams, even if they don't win every time, even if they don't – you know, you you got to have uh, people heal tag teams. And you, you could have had Damo be the big guy, the muscle. You could have had him and Eric be the tag team. You could have had Wolfgang and Eric be the tag team. And the big guy being his own uh, – Division, you know what I mean? His own story. You could tell several stories with the one with the one faction on TVs, and so I wanted to have them. Yeah, I liked them. Uh, next up, Jeff Hardy and Nakamura are scheduled to start a feud, but somehow Nakamura is bit by a police dog mm. at the Robo Bank Arena. <laughs> dog. That really. Do you happened. Remember this story and what happened? Well, he got bit by a daggum police dog. <laughs> they were walking it around the bowl, and the dog bit him. And so it was uh, not a big deal. He wasn't, he wasn't uh, like, de- dying or anything. <laughs> but uh, but it, was, it was scary. You know, this is funny. Uh, rewind. No, no, no. Uh, fast forward a little bit. When, I was, when, when NXT was making towns, I was with uh, uh, Drake. Uh, Ever. Drake Words, Drake, Drake Words. Uh, he worked as some some other name, but but uh, and he got attacked by by a bomb dog too, uh, because he was asleep in one of the back rooms and they were walking the dog through. Oh, yes, and, Drake. Yeah, and the dog the dog attacked him, and so really? that was yeah two times uh, in my life now I've had police dogs attack people that are close to me. I mean, not to stand next to you. By the right. way, of all the <laughs> right, dudes you ran Zen, with Zen. back in the day. None of them got a police oh. dog. <laughs> well, but the two they, new guys got a police yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, they got police dogs. Uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't get anybody else, but yeah. uh, that's crazy. Well, to be quite honest, they didn't have police dogs walking through the <laughs> arena back then yeah. uh, because everybody was safe. You could, you could go to a public <laughs> event without being terrified. Yeah, times they are changing. <laughs> yes, uh, they the are. official announcement of SmackDown moving to Fox in 2019 Ooh. takes place in the company. You guys had to be ecstatic for this. Heck yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. This is a lot more eyeballs. You know what I mean? This is this is uh, network television, so it goes into a lot more houses than USA does uh, with the cable. We're running the cable. So it's... Uh, it's it's a big opportunity for the company, uh, for for growth, for new eyeballs, and to try to regain some old eyeballs. And 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 uh, and look, I think that's what we've been successful doing. And, and the live events prove that is, we've gotten with generational fans that are watching with their children now. And live events are full of them. You know what I mean? Full of there's there's so many kids at live events. It's a different pitch pop. When you hear people pop, it's it's higher because kids. <laughs> it's the truth. It's, it's it's the truth. You can sit there and listen at live events. It's not it's not twenty eight year olds in black t shirts like me and you. It's yeah. it's a it's kids and families there. And uh, and look, we put smiles on people's faces worldwide. That's what that's the mantra. And so that's what we do, man. And it's it's, it's the truth. It's just like when I tell younger wrestlers. You wrestle in these big arenas that are full of people. You got to give stuff a second, because 
everybody doesn't see and react at the same time because the person sitting six feet from me is going to react sooner than the person sitting, you know, 500 feet up in the nosebleed. So it's, it takes time for the pop to build out and then come back sometimes, you know what I mean? So it's an audio wave. It's super cool to, to be in there and feel that and hear it. And I don't know. I like wrestling. <laughs> That's fun. It's fun. Uh, Naomi and Lana begin their tag team in quite the backstage segment mm. with the members of the cast of Glow from Netflix are oh, there. Yeah. What do you think of the show and how how you put Naomi and Lana together here? Yeah, well, look, it's uh, we put them together like as a dance off, as a heel and a babyface, and then we thought, well, that might work well together. You know what I mean? Because they look, Lana does. She's trained in dance and all that. She was in the movie Pitch Perfect 3 or whatever for, for choreography and all that. She was one of the choreographers. So it only makes sense for her to uh, to be there with Naomi and to dance. And it's Ebony and Ivory kind of thing. And look, I think they could have they could have done well together because both Naomi and Lana were both getting better at wrestling uh, during this period of time. Now, people will talk and yell at me and go, oh, Naomi was the best forever. And you go like, no, she's improved. Uh, and so it's okay to say that she's gotten better over her career um, because she didn't start off great. She started off good and she got better and now she's really good at this and what we do here. Um, so her and I, and I think Lana was continuing to grow, and she threw some really believable kicks. Uh, I don't know if anybody remembers her doing that, but every time we needed physicality from her, I would say, "Hey, what if she just does that big kick?" It's like she could throw a big <laughs> kick to the side of anybody's head, like she was that flexible, you know. And so, uh, and it, and it looked good. So, so that's where we went. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they could have been a good tag team. I still do. I want to bring this up because you said this was some of the fun you were having. On the go-home SmackDown from The Observer, yeah. Oscar meet Ellsworth in a lumberjack match in three minutes and 19 <laughs> seconds. All the women on the SmackDown roster were lumberjacks. Ellsworth does a great job in his role, but it's going to be difficult to come up with new things for him at this point. They did a deal where Ellsworth was challenging Serena Williams to a tennis match <laughs> and Danica Patrick to a race. When it is brought up that Patrick had retired, Graves said it was because she was afraid of Ellsworth. <laughs> It was difficult to do much because WWE isn't going to allow a male to beat up on a female, so it's mostly Ellsworth running away in the heel and face lumberjacks fighting each other while he tried to run away. Lynch and Naomi picked him up, threw him back in the ring. The women continued to fight. Asuka did a plancha onto oh, the yeah. window, and it looked cool, but it was out of context. It made no sense. Why would she dive on the lumberjacks? Carmella gave Ellsworth some spray, and he tried to use it, but Asuka ducked. <laughs> In a spin kick, then kicked him into Carmella, who was on the apron and took a bump. Oscar put on the Oscar lock for the submission. Oscar then went after Carmella, but Ellsworth sprayed Oscar in the eyes and held her for Carmella to kick her. Saxton called this quote maybe the worst match I've ever seen in my life. It really wasn't even bad, said the observer. It was pretty much exactly what it had to be. This yeah. is great comedy stuff. This is, hey man. Well, I, look, I cheers to that. I even wanted, <laughs> I, wanted him to, I wanted him to spray himself in the eyes, <laughs> and then she kicks him in the head. <laughs> and I said, no, that's too, that's too cliche. <laughs> that's cliche. too. And I thought, man, it's great. You get the stuff. <laughs> still would have popped. It still would have popped. Oh Lord, have mercy. Such. Good I love stuff. the. I love just the stupidity of it all. 
Um, dog, the show is not well received in Pittsburgh. Mm. The decision to put Dolph and Rollins as the main event, though, what do you think of that? What title I feel is like, it for? I feel like that's a win every time. What's that? I agree. I, when you said it earlier, I thought, "Holy crap, that'd be a great match." The go home SmackDown what, in what Pittsburgh. What title was it for? Was it for a title? That I do, uh, Intercontinental. Intercontinental title. So, so. The Intercontinental title can't main event a pay-per-view? Like, uh, I don't, Sounds I don't know. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I see. And, and it sounds like a great match, too. But, look, I, I get it. I don't, I, I'm hearing the other matches, and I'm wondering what, what should have in their opinion. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I think you should have done, you, you, should, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, really? What should we have done? Oh, well, I don't know. I'm just saying. What you did sucks. <laughs> uh <laughs> Dom said, and I'm putting you on blast, Dom. Next time you go to Permanis, they're going to spit on your sandwich. Uh, he said the crowd sucked that night. But they did. They were probably hot about, you know, there was that time where the crowds all just got, were hot about something. And it could have been whether Rusev wasn't getting the world title quick enough or what, whatever the case may be. They just took over and they wanted to run the show and they wanted to, it's just like, you know what? We're, we're past that, guys. Well, here's a quip from The Observer. While not shown on television at the arena, they aired a video on the late Bruno San Martino, all-time wrestling hero in Pittsburgh. The crowd cheered this video loudly as one current wrestler after another sang the praises of the man who was the childhood hero to some and their parents' childhood hero to many others. Except when Reigns was shown. It didn't matter what he said. The die had been cast with Reigns. Daniel Bryan can endorse him. And the fans will boo the guy they never boo. The Rock can endorse him, and the same thing not only would happen, but already did happen. Uh, I just shows you show you that crowd. Yeah, they were mad because Roman was the <laughs> yeah. guy. That, yeah. That's so so in the middle of a Bruno montage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I get it, and I, and I do get it. I get it. You don't like Roman, but I mean, really. Uh, you don't like him that much? Let's get through uh, the and montage now, and then pay people. And now you go to Pittsburgh, and I guarantee you when he says, acknowledge me, everybody in that joint steps up, holds their Permini Brothers sandwich high, and says, <laughs> oh, we acknowledge you, Roman. But five years ago, or however many, we didn't like you, so we booed <laughs> Bruno. <laughs> Come on, man. Dog. Hopefully in the past five years, they've grown up some and they realize, like, we shouldn't have booed during Bruno. Sorry. Well, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no, we do not. Um, sock rolling son of a... Here's what's happened in the last five years in my life, dog. Um, that is the last five years I've had my now wife in my life, dating and now married. Yeah. And it, you've seen her. If there's one thing you know... She's trying to get me in better shape. Yeah, you uh, and me both. I mean, when I saw her, I was jealous of her, and she's a woman, and I'm a, like a wrestler, but I was jealous, and I still am, still am kind of. Well, one thing she loved was that our next partner, AG1, oh, came into AG1. the picture. Yeah. The daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports whole body health. Yeah. And if you drink this thing every single morning, she's so excited. She's got the AG1 shaker. Um, it, it, I was excited because it yeah. tasted good. Yeah. Uh, she I stole mean, it from you. She did. 
She, she stole quickly it from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she can we had to reorder up. quickly. I said, I'm supposed to take this so I know <laughs> what I'm talking about. One, so I can get healthy. And yeah. two, know what AG1 is. And she goes, whoops, we'll get some more because yep. it's mine now. Um, there's so, so many, uh, like I love the adaptogens, and there's so many things in there. Uh, probiotics uh, for your gut health that we talk a lot about on here because we both have huge guts. Um, but but like they have so many things in there. If you went and bought it all, it'd cost you about a thousand bucks a month. But yeah. but what this is three. This is less than your cup of coffee. You know what I'm saying? This is about three dollars uh, for a shake a day. And if you go to Smoothie King, you're spending ten. I can guarantee you that. Um, and they don't have half. Uh, they don't have a quarter of what this thing has in it. Uh, it, it. They did all the shopping for you at the GNC. They put it all in this little scooper, and you drink one scoop a day. Mm. And if that ain't convenient, I don't know what is. I want to get in some comfy clothes and watch some murder shows and put <laughs> down my AG greens. And that's just how I roll. Uh, AG1, the beautiful thing about it, she said, uh, I, I, I asked her, we were talking about gathering up all these things that are in this one scoop. Yep. I said, are you not taking all the same stuff you used to take? Like we used to have a bunch of stuff out on the kitchen counter. And she goes, no, I got the AG one scoop. It's all yeah. there now. Yeah. And I was In like, well, this one is scoop. number one. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. And, and look, I appreciate them sponsoring the show because it has, uh, it has helped with my gut health. I'll just leave it at that. Well, that's all you need. And like <laughs> you said, science driven formulation of vitamins, probiotics, that's that gut health yep. and whole food source nutrients. They are raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. It helps you build your health yep. foundation first. Yep, from the inside out. This is a micro habit it. that they deliver macro benefits. How about that, dog? Oh, How cool does that micro sound? Micro habit with macro benefits. Is that Look, what it was? Yeah. Did I say it wrong? No, you said it perfect. Oh, that sounds awesome. Take care of your health every single day. That's why so many great athletes are on this as well. A lot of yep. them drink AG1. And you can too. And with every daily serving, like Dog said, you're setting yourself up with uh, for success. Yep. 75 high-quality ingredients, given that key daily nutrients, supporting energy, focus, strength, and clarity. Dog, and the best part about all of it, you've already mentioned it, costs yep. less than $3 a day. Woo! I mean, you pay more for everything. <laughs> yeah, for literally than anything. Like, like yeah, everything. Um, so yeah, that's, it's cheap, it's convenient and it tastes good. And look, that's why I do it because it is cheap and convenient. Like if it were a, a process I had to go through, I probably would have put it down, but yes. one scoop. Uh, and like I said before, I do mine with orange juice. So one scoop, because it kind of has a tropical taste anyway, it does. Uh, one scoop and and that's it. And I chug done. it and I'm done for the day. And I didn't take 11 pills and 14 uh, fish oil, something or other. I don't even know what they all are. You know what I mean? I, I do know what's in here and I know it's helping me from the inside out. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then try AG one and get a free one year supply of vitamin D. I know I mention this every time, but go look at the health benefits of vitamin D. And if you have a deficiency, it's usually at the root of a lot of problems that yeah. you'll have in your life. You'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and a five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G. That's drinkag1.com slash D-O-G-G.
Go check it out now. And thank you, AG1, for sponsoring Oh, You Didn't Know. Thank you, AG1. Back to All the right, wrestling. Dog. Extreme Rules drew 11,500 fans to the PPG Arena in Pittsburgh, which is basically a sellout. SmackDown yep. had two dark matches, even though they took place on the pre-show. The first match, Andrade Cien Almas oh, in yeah. Sin Cara in seven minutes. Almas Andrade yep. won after Selena Vega distracted Sin Cara using a drop kick, running double knees into the corner, and the Hammerlock DDT, two and a half stars. Was wow. this just starting to build the attempt to make Andrade into a top guy? Yeah, tr truth be told, it was just to, to show the people and some of those people were Vince who, you know what I mean? Who runs this company and he doesn't follow so closely to NXT because it's, you know what I mean? You, you're, you run a billion dollar company. I don't, I'm sorry. I don't follow and answer every email. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I got some stuff I'm doing. Uh, and so he, we had to introduce him to him. And so great, great match on paper. Um, I'm not sure which Sin Cara this was. Um, no and, and you don't know either, so no. let's just, we'll just leave that at two that. Two and a half stars, it was Sin Cara. <laughs> it, was Sin, it was Sin Cara, and uh, there was just two of them while I was there. Um, Sanity is up next. Uh, Eric Young and Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane yeah. beat New Day uh, oh. in a tables match in seven minutes and 35 seconds. Oh. Kingston and Woods would do double flips on Young and Wolf. The finish saw Young on the middle rope and Kingston trying a German suplex on Wolf. With both on the apron, the idea that he'd suplex Wolf off the apron onto the table behind him. Instead, Young came off the middle rope with an elbow onto Kingston, which put him mm. through the table. Two and three-quarter stars. Wow. Oh, looking back five years to see where Sanity is now compared to New Day, Ooh. that was pretty crazy because at the time there was big plans for Sanity, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and, and... New Day too, like New Day was yeah. was just out of the out of the gate. But we and look, that's why we have three guys in New Day. Oh, these other guys, a lot of six man tags going, a lot of live event six man tags. So there's a, a lot of reason to have that heel faction there. Um, yeah, New Day had great matches with everybody. New Day now uh, are in the annals of history in the in yeah. tag team division. You know what I mean? Like they're they're some of the biggest tag team superstars in the history of the company. And and that's just talking about gimmick sales and all, all that stuff like there. Holy mackerel, I can only imagine the uh, the uh, takeaway they were getting for them t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're doing the math, the two dark matches, two and a half stars, two and three quarter stars. Oh, that's, almost five. That's a little over five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Close to uh, five star review. That means it's time for our five-star review of the week here on the show, dog. Right now? Yeah, me and you. Hold on, five I got an email from Uber Eats. Review. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give them too. five stars. Yeah, that, was, that was the uh, funny part. We're going to throw up five star. Not throw up, but we're gonna, Dom's going to throw up a yep. five-star review of the week from, uh, I believe this is from our apple podcast so we appreciate all of you yep. who Thank go you there for listening. a five-star review we greatly appreciate it that helps us out a tremendously more than you'll ever know to so like subscribe comment and leave a five-star review and it's going probably going to pop up by the time i get there we go i was running out of things to tell people to do just tell them some more stuff captain charisma says oh 
I really know. Love the podcast. I look forward to the show dropping every Thursday. Dog and Cassio are hilarious together and make my day so much better. It's nonstop laughter while still being very informative at the same time. Definitely Dang. one of the best wrestling podcasts going today. Five stars, Captain Charisma. Thank you, brother. Wow. We appreciate thank it. Thank you for real, Captain Charisma. And, and listen, Christian, you can just text me and tell me you like the show. You don't have to come <laughs> on here secretly. And, and say stuff like that. I mean, I appreciate it. I'd be great uh, if his Apple name was Captain Charisma 26. <laughs> hey, but for real, thank you, dude. That's that's awesome. Yeah. It is awesome that you feel that way, and, I, and I'm honored that you would say that uh, because the informative part is the part I'm never sure about. <laughs> <laughs> and But it's also the part I can care less about. <laughs> yeah. We struggle with that every time we hit record. I just like, like to have fun. What are we supposed to be doing? I think we're supposed to inform them about something, but we'll yeah, get to Yeah, maybe that. some wrestling. Uh, speaking of wrestling, uh, third yep. match, Bo Dallas and Kurt Axel beat Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt in seven minutes oh. and 58 seconds to win the Raw Tag Titles. Titles. Uh, there was a nice baby face pop for the title change. Yeah. Charlie Caruso then interviewed Dallas and Axel, who said they felt like Stretch Armstrong did when he landed on the moon. <laughs> Dallas led fans and chanting, B team, two stars. <laughs> it feels like Bray and Matt Dude. together could have and should have been more. But, Why do you it, think it, it didn't it, work? I don't know. And I don't know. And I'll tell you straight up, and I've said it before, I think, on our on our podcast. I, I don't I didn't get broken, Matt Hardy. I didn't get woken Matt or whatever the things were the iterations were I didn't understand them now what I did understand was that people did get it and people did like it and so to put him and Bray together I think was magic in a bottle but we couldn't find a bottle you know what I mean like it was I don't know we just it just didn't and maybe we didn't do enough creatively to 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 push them or whatever but I don't know. More people than just me didn't get it, and so uh, that's why it didn't didn't go any further. But but I think we missed the headline there because the B team is the guys we should be talking about. Like that's they were legitimately hilarious, and they both can work really yeah. good. Like it was, man, it was great. Do you remember when Kurt, Curtis Axel was? Uh, the longest reigning participant in the Royal Rumble because he never got thrown out or something. Like then he's he was like I'm like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> then he was Hogan for a minute. Like it was it was so much fun going on uh, with that team. Uh, maybe we paid too much attention to to that team and not to, not to Matt the and Brett. Armstrong yeah. on the moon. On the moon, and they they were just like the were the B team. Or the, <laughs> So I don't know. It just to me, their kind of stuff wrote themselves, wrote itself, um, because it's really some low hanging fruit in the writers' room. You know what I mean? There's a lot of creative, witty guys in there, and some of the stuff they did was just we did it just because it was stupid and thought it was funny. Um, and they made and, it work. Yeah, and they made it work every time, man. Bo, Bo Dallas and and Axel, both of them, really talented kids. Next up, Finn Balor, Pin Baron Corbin, in eight minutes and eighteen seconds. Uh, the Observer says, Corbin working in those clothes immediately makes the match feel silly. The match was slow, mostly Corbin working over Balor. At the end, Corbin went for the end of days, but Balor blocked it and used a small package for the pin. Two and a quarter stars. Now, I'm going to ask you this. Yep. I've interacted 
just a handful of times uh, with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Follow him online. I'm a personal big fan. I'll say that going in. Yeah. Why do you think he gets so much crap online? I, I feel like it's for no reason. He goes out there. He does whatever character and gimmick he's got. Yep. He can go when he needs to hey, go. And it, yeah, his work, his work is good. He, he does stuff. But look, it's, it's one of those inherent things that is only in uh, wrestling uh, fandom. If you didn't come, if you come from outside of this world, you ain't welcome. You know what I mean? And yeah. you, and I'll prove it to you. Think back to all the general managers on Monday Night Raw that would come in, and the people would just boo the crap out of them. Like <laughs> like you got to tell them going out, like uh, Mrs. White, they might boo you going out. There. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. you got to tell them, like they they Bob uh, whatever the guy's name was, uh, but you got to tell them they're gonna boo you. Because they don't, and so Bob Barker. yeah, Bob Barker. That's what I was looking for, um, and and so they're so it's weird already. They don't like him. He came from football. He was good in NXT, and we liked him. Then I just saw like a new wave come around now about bring back the Lone Wolf character, and so then he did that uh, at NXT, and he's been having great matches with the top guys at NXT and and putting them over. You know what I mean? Like so he's he's doing. He's done everything right in this industry. He, uh, note to self, his wife, they, they, they got money. So he don't, he don't need to be doing this, but he does it because he loves it. And guess why you do it, fans who hate him? Because you love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's the common ground. He loves it. And, and I think he's really good at it. And I, I, and I think he can talk, too. And so I don't know what all the hate's about. I think it's I think it's an <laughs> outsider thing. It's weird. He's creative. Uh, uh, him and his personal life, he's... He's a watch guy. He likes meat. I oh, mean, like, I love, he's a doing? butcher. You see him doing <laughs> all these doing? meats and these tomahawk ribeyes. He and he's, whiskey. he's got gloves on. Like he's a daggum. Uh, yeah. Like he's going to do my, my test, my proctology <laughs> exam. And he's rubbing on meat. And, and like, the, he is a watch guy, watch connoisseur. Yeah. He has all kind of rich watches and stuff like this. He's a great dude. Like he's yeah. a kind of good dude that for a shoot hangs out at cigar bars and drove, drove his friggin' Lamborghini to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, a, like he's, he's the real deal. So hate away. We'll, we'll talk in a future episode on, why y'all finally let somebody kick out of in today's you a-holes but uh carmella pinned oscar in five minutes and 23 seconds See? to retain the smackdown women's title match in a james ellsworth in a shark cage match <laughs> <laughs> there, this is going to be fun to run through yeah there were 38 seconds and when ellsworth threw down a chain for carmella but Asuka blocked her from getting it. Ellsworth then dropped a spray can, but Asuka started hitting Carmella with all kinds of strikes. Asuka missed a hip attack, but Carmella took the bump anyway, making it worse. Corey Graves said how maybe the breeze was what knocked Carmella down. <laughs> that was his, that's got to be the line he can't picked her up with. Ellsworth. You know what I mean? like she's like, I heard you cover for me on that. <laughs> that was the sweetest thing. That's the most romantic thing anybody's ever done. Uh, Ellsworth then picked the lock of his shark cage and got the door open, but in trying to escape, he caught his legs in the ropes and ended up hanging upside down. 
Asuka kicked the hell out of him like he was a heavy bag. <laughs> then security came out and they stopped the match to put Ellsworth back in the cage. Asuka was throwing around the security as well as still throwing kicks at Ellsworth. Carmella came from behind and rammed Asuka's head into the cage and pinned her. After the match, Asuka kicked the hell out of Ellsworth and gave him two German suplexes, kicked him in the head and put him in the Asuka lock. It yeah. felt like it could be the blow-off of the Ellsworth character, and he wasn't on TV on Tuesday. <laughs> this was more entertaining than their last match because of the Ellsworth annex, but was still a bad match. Mm. One and a quarter stars. Mm, By the good. way, the last time they talked, he talked about how cool it was, and it I did know. what it was supposed I, to I, be. What, this was exactly what it should have been. It's a comedic thing. Is this, that. Oh, well, whatever. I guess just uh, you know, and if you talk long enough, I'm guilty of this too. You talk long enough, you'll you'll uh, be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you'll contradict yourself. Well, with all, everybody, with something. Yeah. yeah, everybody does, and it's it's not it's not being technically like a flip flopper on on core values. It's just like, yeah, I don't like Nike. Uh, yeah, man, I brought some Jordans and some Nikes <laughs> yeah, and so whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like it's whatever. Uh, well, think back to this time after this match. Were you talking about, hey, it's time for Ellsworth to go away? I'm was thinking it, too it was too much. I, yeah, no, it was it was time. He was not. He was like on like a nightly deal, and we he was longer to, than it was we, expected. We, we, we a lot longer than. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll say uh, three months longer than I expected. <laughs> we brought him in for for a pop. You know what I mean? And 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 Vince saw it. And he saw it, and it was like, look, it wasn't mania, but it was TV, uh, episodic wrestling with a new show and a new champion, AJ Styles, and and Ambrose was there, and you know what I mean. So it was the whole deal. It was, it was awesome. I thought it was awesome. It was awesome. And and when you do TV fifty two weeks a year, yeah, excuse me, two times a week for forty years. You might do a couple of weeks just to entertain yourself. You know what I. You know what I mean. But the truth of it is, it entertained everybody. And and look, some people I know they're traditionalists and people hated it or whatever. But like, I don't know. People watched it. So, well, here's a here's a match that everyone watched and uh, a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah. Shinsuke pinned Jeff Hardy in five seconds. What to win the U.S. title? Nakamura gave Hardy a low blow before the match started. Hardy agreed oh. to let the match start. Nakamura hit the Kinshasa right away for the pin. Mm. After the match, Randy Orton came out and teased going after Nakamura, but he instead stomped Hardy right in the groin. It was supposed to be a heel turn, but the people didn't boo Orton. <laughs> Orton walked out, and Nakamura just acted confused by it all. <laughs> what the hell's going on here? I think that was probably one of those things that we were all confused by. <laughs> uh, but hey when you hit randy's music i hear voices in my yeah. man people pop so sometimes you got to send him out there just to do all, all three of those guys shinsuke's music hits hardy <laughs> yeah. hits pop yeah that's true and that's Orton, true. pop we go home uh kevin owens beat braun Strowman in a cage match eight minutes Ooh. and eight seconds yeah a lot goes on here uh even handcuffed in the middle of it Strowman <laughs> choke slammed owens owens walked away told Strowman to suck it, blew a kiss at him, <laughs> and climbed up to escape. Strowman then broke the handcuffs and climbed and up with him. him. Yeah. Both were standing on top of the cage when Strowman threw Owens off the cage yeah. uh, onto the tables on the floor. By doing so, Owens hit the floor first, so Strowman handed him the win. Oh, Braun, you're so stupid. You can... Um, 
Well, here we go. Here's what the observer says. <laughs> you could see the air compressor go down after he hit the table like a balloon, having the air let out. Owens was put in a neck brace and went out on a stretcher. Two and a half stars. Uh, first of all, safety first, but Owens is an absolute maniac for this bump. Sa- safety, safety first. He is a maniac for taking the bump. I would never <laughs> take it. And I would also like uh, for whoever to wrote, wrote that article, I want them to get up there and take it without the air compressor. <laughs> yeah. And, and honestly, you'd be dead. I wish so. there was a sign that said there's an air compressor under here. I'm still yeah. not jumping on that. I'm still not doing it either. No. And and but but bring that up, guys, because any mud <laughs> will get a will get will get a click, you know. Uh, next up, Luke Harper and Eric Rowan uh, they retained the SmackDown titles oh. over Daniel Bryan and Kane. Eight minutes and sixteen seconds uh, started off as a handicap match. Bryan did a Frankensteiner off the top oh. and a sliding drop kick through the ropes and put Harper in the yes lock. Rowan pulled Brian out of the ring. They worked on Brian. This didn't have the heat you would have expected for Brian fighting one on two against two huge guys. Yeah. I think following Owen's bump really took a lot away from the crowd, said the observer. Brian did a tope, but Rowan caught him. Mm. Harper went for a tope, but Brian and he nailed Rowan. Kane at this point came out in a walking boot on his left leg. Yeah. Kane tagged himself in, and even though he could barely walk around, Choke slam Rowan and then Harper. He went for a tombstone on Harper, but couldn't get him up. Brian tagged himself in, hit a missile drop kick on Harper and threw kicks. Brian's yes kicks were the loudest and hottest the crowd got the entire show by a wide margin. Rowan cut him off with a spin kick and he picked Brian up on his shoulders. Harper came off the top with a doomsday device and Harper pinned Brian. Three stars. Now, wow. story is... Kane yeah. blew out his knee at the previous SmackDown, so this was the best they could do. Yeah. But it feels like SmackDown was just snake bit all over the show. Yeah. Was this? Do you remember that? Did Kane blow out his knee and y'all were trying yeah, to figure this out? Yeah, I think it was. More, I think it was more of his ankle or a foot issue. Um, but yeah, he could not. He really couldn't do it. So we talked about, well, what can we get away with? And the doctor said, well, he has to wear the walking boot if he does anything. And so it was like, okay, wow. what do what do we do? You know what I mean? And the thought was. We get heat on Daniel and hit his music, and here he comes, and they'll they'll pop for that. It just so happened that this night, and you mentioned Kevin Owens' bump uh, being a hard something to follow, and that that could be could be true, um, or maybe everybody's still laughing because they saw the air balloon uh, underneath the tables. <laughs> um, but like so, so that was the best we could do. You know what I mean? We knew they weren't going to win and win the titles. Of course, we had talked about putting the titles on them uh, because because it's great. You know what I mean? You got yeah. Team Hill No back, Holy Mackerel, and that's when he said, "Yeah, I can't do this full time, guys. I I'm, I'm running for mayor." Uh, I was like, "Yeah, do you want to win or don't you?" Uh, so, so yeah, but I yeah I remember I remember they they, they were great, man. Uh, Bobby Lashley then pins Roman Reigns in 14 minutes and 53 seconds. Mm-hmm. Put some time in. Uh, by the way, that's you don't say that much these days. Pinned Roman Reigns. No, um, no. Fans tried to ruin it early with chants like, <laughs> we want beach balls and Rusev Day. They yep. chanted Rusev Day here, but not in Rusev's match. Reigns threw Lashley over <laughs> see, the top. And he- see, that's, that right there is, I think, the reason he didn't get pushed. Because of the fans. I honestly do. 
I, I honestly do. I They're hijacking and, other parts of the show. Uh, well, because they weren't really. It was. It wasn't really about Rusev, or they would have done it during his, during his match. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's when he, you do it. He was wrestling. Now they're doing it just because they hate the guy in the ring. You know what I mean? And so and so I don't know that he thought Rusev was as over as he was. And and looking back, I, I don't you know, I, I know he was getting over and it was catching on, but why didn't you cheer for him during his match? And, and look, Dom even said, and he's from Pittsburgh, and he was there that night. The crowd was weird that night. And it was in one of those times where Roman was a heel, and he was really hated, like in a bad way hated. You know what I mean? Like they just didn't want to, and they weren't going to. They're going to try to take over. And on one side, I get that, and I hear John Cena in my head saying, you paid for your ticket, you can do anything you want within reason um but the other side of me who has been in there and been hurt and wrestling and and the crowd is doing that it's it's very hurtful and disrespectful to to the guy in there putting his body on the line and look that's just how i feel if it's if you feel like i'm an idiot for feeling that way then okay but like i've been in there and i've been in there when a fight happens up in the crowd or something and all of a sudden you lost them and it's Hard to get them back after that. You know what I mean? And so if you're the guy that starts this chant, I mean, man, you know what I mean? Like, what are you trying to do? Right. You're just mad? Uh, you know what I mean? Like you, uh, back in the dizzy, we just, you know, between pump one and two, dog, you, you get that ear cuffed. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you go, you stop, at, you stop at the gas station, dog. Next thing you know, little Jed's a millionaire and you're in the back of a... <laughs> You're in the back of an ambulance. Uh, well, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about the outcome of this. Uh, they end up uh, Lashley on the top rope. Reigns hit him with a Superman punch. Fans booed that. Oh, Reigns yeah. set up the spear and they uh, came charging, but Lashley ran back and hit the spear first for the pin. Ooh. Three and a half stars here. Wow. wow. Uh, I know you kind of hate this, the idea of this question, but yeah. Lashley needed this win more than Reigns at this time, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Look, I think Bobby Lashley is a huge star still to this day, and I think you see them, you know, using the Street Profits and stuff on television, and now they're they're, they're getting uh, Bobby Lashley to, to, to get involved in something to sink his teeth in again because I think he's a huge superstar. And so he did need that then. He had come back, and he needed some, some credibility. And so, yeah, I mean, we you know, and, and it's all always been about saying, again, you don't always say beating Penn and Roman um, anymore, but, but – it mattered then, you know what yeah. I mean? And, and uh, I don't remember what the crowd did exactly, but I'm sure they loved it that he beat Roman. <laughs> uh, next up, Alexa B Bliss pinned Nia Jax to retain the Raw women's title, seven minutes and 21 seconds, and an Extreme Rules match. Oh, yeah. Bliss got the advantage early. Uh, they showed Ronda Rousey cheering for Jax. Uh, Jax pressed her overhead and dropped Bliss on a garbage can. Then Bliss got the advantage with garbage can lid shots to get the advantage. Mickey James, who was at ringside, tried to interfere. Oh. Natalia, who came out with Jax, pulled her off the apron. Bliss attacked Natalia, threw her into the barricade. Rousey hopped the barricade to save Natalia and threw James into the barricade twice as well uh, as onto the apron. Rousey did a spinning Samoan drop onto James and then threw her into the German announcing table and gave her a judo throw in the ring. Whoa. The crowd went nuts for Rousey. Rousey went after Bliss. 
James hit Rousey with a kendo stick. Bliss came off the top rope onto Jax, but Jax caught her and gave her a Samoan drop. James hit Jax with a chair, and Bliss gave Jax two more chair shots and hit a DDT on the chair, on the chair. for the pin. Rousey hit the ring and chased Bliss around again. Two and a half stars. What's your mindset watching this and uh, hearing Man. about it again? Yeah, Bliss hear, just, back just is, hearing it again is scary because um, I'm scared for several people. A lot, of, lot uh, of people going on. There's a lot around. of bodies in there and a lot of really tough women. Uh, and so, yeah, that terrifies me. But it sounded exciting as crap. And it's good to know they may boo Bruno San Martino, but they love Ronda Rousey. Bliss pinning Jax. That was the right move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, you you, you got to figure out a way. And if you if you talk back through that finish you just talked through, we took care of Nia Jax. There was a chair shot after chair shot after chair shot after yeah. DDT on the chair, and that, so I mean, you know, we, we got hit. We hit her with everything but the kitchen sink before we beat her. So yeah. it made sense for a little girl to beat big girl at that in that instant. Next up, AJ Styles pin Rusev to retain the WWE title. Fifteen minutes thirty three seconds. Uh, they said Rusev has dropped noticeable weight here. He was the lightest by far that he's ever been since coming to the promotion. Yeah. They put it over that Rusev was in a fight training camp. Uh, they were dueling chants. Styles used a phenomenal forearm, jumping on it from the ring to the floor. What is amazing about that spot, says the observer, that is as good as it looks. When they show the replay, it looks even better. That's <laughs> yeah. saying something. Well, that's look, I always say this about AJ Styles. He works like it's real still nobody else does there's very few that do still i, I say nobody but i'm just talking bullcrap yeah very, very few he's one of them still and he's at his age and everything still uh goes at it hard and and you better be ready because it's, it's it's coming uh and uh, i love it i love it because he's he's a little pit bull <laughs> Rusev used a high kick and went for the accolade, but the knee gave out. Mm. Rusev did a half accolade, but Styles made the ropes. English undid a turnbuckle pad. Styles went for the charge and ran to the exposed metal. Styles hit a springboard 450 for a near fall. He gave cool. English a sliding kick to the floor and hit the phenomenal forearm on Rusev for the win. Four stars here. Wow. For the boys. Wow. But they didn't chant during Rusev's match. Like, that right. sounded like a great match. To, yeah, it would have been time to chant. But I get it. You love AJ, too. So I, I get it. I get not knowing what to do. Uh, but speaking of, how good were these two together? Um, I mean, they you oh, put them yeah. in, and they're, yeah. they're, they're delivering every time. Yeah, it's it's money. Look, Rusev was great. Like I, I, I still think that to this day. I think his wrestling is is really good, and he did get in great shape, and uh, he still is to this day. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. You know, I can't, I can't speak to why he's not the world champion right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> why, why he uh, didn't ever uh, gain that kind of success here too? You know. All right, let's get to our final match before we get to fan questions. All right. Dolph Ziggler retained the IC title, winning a 30-minute Ironman match over Seth Rollins by a 5-4 to four score yeah. at 12 seconds of the sudden death period. The Observer says it just didn't click. Some of it was match scripting with Rollins, the babyface, going up 3-0 and still losing. The finish itself was ridiculous, but the crowd took the match down long before the finish. 
Some of it was a backstage decision by Kevin Dunn. Some in the crowd were chanting 10-9-8-7-6-5-4-3-2-1 every minute with the clock on the screen. So Dunn ordered the clock off the screen, and the crowd turned on the decision, and more and more people in unison with no clock would count things down and then make buzzer sounds at zero <laughs> over and over. Yeah. There was nothing really wrong with the match quality, but it wasn't close to expectations either. Yeah. Rollins was clearly upset because he takes great pride in his ability and being put in the top spot and it wasn't working out. The finish didn't help matters. The 30 minutes ended with him tied at four falls each. The decision was announced to draw. The show appeared to be over. Kurt Angle then came out and said how the Pittsburgh fans deserve a winner and ordered a sudden death period. The match was restarted. Drew McIntyre, who had been thrown out of the nine-minute mark for interference, came back out. Rollins went after him, and Ziggler connected with the zigzag, got the pin in 12 seconds. So the GM ordered the match restarted, but was fine with the guy who was thrown out coming back in and being involved in the finish. And that's how the show went off the air, says the observer. All right. Just your thoughts here. There's a lot to digest there. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I understand they're... Uh, they're 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 not understanding like that. That makes sense. You 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 hear that now and you go like, yeah, that that makes sense. But I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know. I don't watch wrestling to go like, oh, the guy came back in. The general manager was okay. It's wrestling for the love of God. Like <laughs> the guy, about- the guy always comes back when he gets kicked out for the love of God. Like what? That's what I get frustrated about. It's not that you guys love wrestling more than I do or that you dig in deeper and you know, you know, uh, Hashi and all these guys. Like, I, I love wrestling too, but don't, don't watch it and pick it apart so much, man. That's, that takes energy. Like, I, I just watch it to enjoy the show. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna come home from work and then work more uh, writing a critique because the the airbag showed, or Jared, the uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> tell me, tell me more. I'm more fascinated with being backstage, and we're going through this decision to either take the clock off or not. Yeah. And now they're making noises, and it's you <laughs> so, can't win. So no, you can't win, and and that's a perfectly reasonable decision. Like hey, they're doing it every time. Okay, we'll take the clock down. You know what I mean? Like that's take it down. Well, then they go on to do that and you go like okay well you can't do nothing about that now y'all just y'all just take over and and they pay they did I, when i hear john cena saying that in my ear he's right they did pay their money and they do get to do whatever they want in that seat as far as vocal vocalizations <laughs> but but man that's the way you spent you couldn't have gone home happy you know what i mean like yeah. you made it not good you helped make it not good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we appreciate your participation. Our, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I, mean, I feel bad saying that. saying he's there, and he, he said the crowd I, sucked, and it was awful. Yeah, I do feel bad saying that because Pittsburgh is a great town, and I'm not, I'm not burying the fans there. I love the fans there. But this particular night, you hear they were in a mood, and they were going to let you know no matter what you did about it, and they, and they did. But it, it didn't help. Like it didn't, I guess you went home and got online and told other people who 
who chanted too. Like, hey, I was there and I chanted too. You know what I mean? Like, I the shirt's coming out next week on Shop. I think it's like I was there. In I, I, I ruined the show. I was there. <laughs> I was there. Yay. I ruined the show. <laughs> Good All job. Right. Let's get to these fans and let to get let's, let's get to some it. fan questions. Uh, talk to our our, our skank for, skanks for life people skanks here. Skanks for life, dog. Um, uh, let's go back uh, at let's go back to WCW. Said uh, mm-hmm. at Brian R D James at the Casio Kid at you didn't know. Uh, said why did the Intercontinental Championship main event instead of the WWE title? Thanks in advance. Yeah. So wh- which match was the WWE title match? Uh, that was going to be the Styles and Rusev. The Styles and Rusev. Well, I don't know. Tell you the truth, I, I, I don't. I don't remember why that decision was made. But a lot of talk was always talked about for the order of pay per views of even the shows. You know what I mean? Like, no, that shouldn't open. The other pro, uh, promo segment should open the show or whatever. So there's always extensive talk about the order. Now that night. I don't remember specifically the, the conversation, but there was obviously a reason that that happened. And it's, it for traditionalists, it's like, hey, just like the question asked, why wasn't he main event? I don't, I don't remember the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. But, but honestly, I do remember a time where they go, why don't we put the title on first? We've never done that. And it was honestly a thing where it was like, Oh, we have never done that. What, what if we did that? You know what I mean? It was like Cena and somebody or whatever, and it was just like we did the match first. Might have been a Survivor Series or something. But but so my point is, there's constant conversation about show order. There was a good reason at the time where everybody went, okay, yeah, we'll do that, uh, or this is what we're doing. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like I'm not. I don't remember which way it went, um, and I'm sorry I don't have the the reasoning, but. The creative decision was made, and whether you agree with it or not, it went down. Twenty eighteen extreme rules. Look, I, I'm in. I'm probably way in the minority from the, the, the super super diehard fans, but yeah. To me, though, I mean, we're we're looking at it from again. We're looking at it, you know, five years down the road now. Yeah. But, um, I don't I don't know how you can go back out after the thirty minute Iron Man match with sudden death. <laughs> well, and, and you I know think, what I mean? I mean that's yeah. so logical to end it with that. Yeah, I, th- I think that probably had a lot to do with it. The, the the finish, the type of match it was. Um, I get it that they didn't like the finish. It was horn swoggled in there to tell a story on the other side of it or something. And so so there's there's always a reason. It doesn't always uh, make sense to everybody, but we don't make sense. We make wrestling. You know what I mean? Like it, uh, Popeye says, we don't make sense. We make chicken. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm stealing it because that's what we do. We make wrestling and wrestling's not real guys. It's like when you see the airbag, it's to save the guy's life. Who's falling because he's not a stunt man. He's not Hooper. Okay. Dave Meltzer. He's not Hooper. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bobby KF5GTX says, uh, ask dog as a writer, where do you draw the line on how many tag matches in a PLE? Mm, 
It's, look, it's difficult because it's story-driven, right? It's like what stories, if if there's three stories that involve, which we couldn't ever have because we didn't have enough tag teams, but if there are two stories, uh, you could definitely have two or three tag matches in a, in, in a show. And I think the important thing to do there is have the first two matches watch the other guys and just structure your match different. You know what I mean? Start with the heat. Get start the heat early and get to two two comebacks in or 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 shine a big up front and get a short heat. You know what I mean? Just structure your tag matches differently. Um, and look, me and Billy used to do that every. We'd watch the mat. We'd watch the matches and see what you see what you see what they're doing out there. You know what I mean? See what they're listening to. See what they're buying. Um, and in that way, you also know not to duplicate stuff that's already been done. Maybe in a tag match prior to you. You know. Uh, Mitchell at Duckboy0315. Uh, we've already addressed this in this episode and past, but I wanted to get it in just because of the way he addresses you, dog. Yeah, okay. Dog of the Road, Bob's son, Scott, Brad, and Steve's brother. Was there ever any real consideration of giving Rusev a championship run? Do you feel he would have been or could be a main event champion guy? You've kind of addressed it, but... Yeah. You want to hit a sentence? I, look, I love how he, how he, uh, what he called, all the things he called me were Dog all the of the road, I'm, Bob's all son, the things, all the things Scott I'm Brown's proudest of. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the question? I'm Rusev. Sorry, I just blanked out. More of course, Rusev. Of course he could be a, a champion. Uh, honestly, he could have, he could have beat AJ that night and, and, and been the champion. And I'll tell you why. I think him and Donna were a great package. I think she was beautiful to look at. He was a killer. Uh, I know there's, you know, thoughts about, well, like, how do you, how do you, you know, like Liz and, and Randy, they were baby faces because they were a couple and there were these two people and a beautiful lady and the wrestler. And like, so, so there was some thought about how could you hate Rusev and, and look at, love to look at her. You know what I mean? And so there was all, a lot of talk about, do we take her away? Do we, I think it was a great package. I think it was right out of central casting for Rocky 17, you know, and it's and it and they worked perfectly together. He got in shape. He was legitimately uh hilarious when he would speak in broken English. You know what I mean? And he speaks really good English, but sometimes when he's talking to you, he'll act like he doesn't. You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. but but when he's in promo mode and he just messes up and says the wrong words because he doesn't speak English good. So he doesn't know the right words to say. Dude, it would it would have me dying. So yes, he could have been an entertaining babyface or a heel champion. Uh because I do think the promos would have been could have been classic. Uh and we would have had a Rusev Day every year um and had a big <laughs> celebration. So yeah, he definitely could have been the man. Uh maybe he still maybe he still will be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'll, I'll There's still time. There's still time. Lane Frost seventy three says, "Howdy, partner." <laughs> hey, Lane. He Hold said, on for the eight. We saw Randy Orton turn heel on this show, mm. and he says, "In my opinion, he's one of the best heels of all time." Mm. He says, "Dog, who are your top five best heels in pro wrestling?" Thank you and God bless. Wow. You take it for what you're worth. I don't know if he means a. Uh, all time or just current day? Yeah. However no, you want to answer. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, but for me, it's like, uh, 
I always thought Arn and Ole were the great tag to heel tag team. Uh, Ole Anderson and Arn Anderson. I just thought they were so, so great together. And look, I was young and impressionable. Uh, <laughs> but I thought, man, Arn and Ole look like they're beating the crap out of everybody they're in there with, you know. And so yeah. I thought they were great heels. I thought uh, Barry Windham is a great heel, was a great heel, great babyface too for that matter. Um, heel, heel, heel. I'm trying to think of other other territories too um because man you gotta you gotta think about back in the day the sheik and abdullah the butcher and you know what i mean like people were really scared to death of them and so uh even the samoans um the wild samoans were and so so randy is one of the best and I've said this before, and I don't know if people understand what I'm saying. He's the best television wrestler I've ever seen in my life. He, he just has the best presence about every movement and every camera shot and every, he just, he does it, they know it, and it's picture perfect every time. And so I just love watching him. I don't care if he's a baby face or a heel. He's smooth as silk in the ring. And I, I would have loved to seen, uh, Randy and Brad have a match. My brother Brad, man, that dude. That, yeah, they might have just slipped off each other. They're so smooth. <laughs> you ever just catch yourself staring at him? Because I do. <laughs> yeah, because he's beautiful. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, do that. come on, dude. Yeah, he's got come it all. Come on. Like, that's just not fair. Um. Yes, that all light. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if I got that right, but here's here's what he calls himself: the real thick shady. That's all oh, we need to I know. I like him. I like a real thick shady. Mm -hmm. I think Sanity had a real cool look, cool look and could have had some fun moments. Or during this, it was not to be. We've kind of touched on it. He wanted to know why you think that is. Yeah. And do you think fast forward five years, they would have been a better fit now? Wow. Thanks, Dr. Yeah. The critters are my boys. Yes, critters. Critter. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. Uh, but, yeah, I actually think right now they'd fit better. Uh, because they have a big guy, they had their biggest guy could still go at a fast pace. You know what yeah. I mean? So, so yeah, I think they could compete uh, better today than they than they did then. Uh, maybe they were before their time. You know what I mean? Austin Austin Williams wants to know: Do you feel the IC Championship earned some of its prestige and respect back that it may have lost over the years when it was the main event? And it was between two of arguably the best wrestlers at this point in time. Yeah. Well, look, there's a gr that's a great question, and it's from a great perspective. Like, holy mackerel, it put some equity back into the Intercontinental Championship. It closed the show. And, and I agree with him. Two of arguably the best doing it. You know what I mean? And so I don't think it's so bad that... Uh, that it may have ended the show. I think people are accustomed to the title, the big title, closing the show, and they didn't like Roman Reigns. And so this night was snake bit from the get-go. Uh, you mentioned that, you know, Ro Kane was in a walking boot. and You know what I mean? <laughs> so, so it didn't go as planned, I can tell you that much. Dog, over on adfreeshows.com, you get early ad-free access to more than a dozen of your favorite wrestling podcasts. Are you kidding me, bro? At just nine dollars that's less than 20 cents per episode each month but that's not all ad free shows is loaded with exclusive bonus audio and video content you can't hear anywhere else yeah. like the book with david crockett the insiders with conrad thompson ask conrad monday mailbag with mike Kyoto and nick patrick an all-new <laughs> series 
dog. They just started Tuesday with the Taskmaster. Set Kevin oh, Sullivan. Kevin Sullivan. By the way, uh, our friend Blue Meanie just did a great episode on uh, on venues, talking about historic venues. Go check that out oh, over exclusively at adfreeshows.com. Plus, you can attend the live recordings of the podcast like we did here oh, uh, yeah. last time. You can be a part of live Q&A chats and watch along with your favorite host and a whole lot more. Hey, it's all when ready they call you, that, that's $9, but when they call you a top guy over there at Ads Free, you get some perks with that, don't you? Incredible perks of yeah. being a top guy. You I mean, know, watch, get... one day, like I got out of the shower and like six of them were standing there. And I was like, you guys get <laughs> access. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. It was weird. Uh, Lindsay <laughs> had like a cupcake. And I was like, this is funny. Um, Bobby but... KF5 was doing your shampoo. It was weird. <laughs> Who was that doing my back? Coach Rosie. Coach Rosie was doing yeah, my Coach back. Rosie was there. He's definitely always doing it. Definitely. The back. The under, he's definitely the undertaker. Uh, yeah. So go to adfreeshows.com and see what's all waiting on you, man. From, from any level, like Dog said, $9, you get everything yeah. early and ad-free and bonus shows, all the way to shaving his back. It is there yeah. at adfreeshows.com. Also, if your business targets 25 to 50-year-old men, there's no better place to advertise than right than here right with here. us. How cool would it be to, look, everybody's going to look at you like I look at Dog. <laughs> I if know. he's talking about your event, uh, your product, whatever it is, yeah. you're going to be Whatever you want me to do. How cool would it be? Just go to Advertise with Dog. That's D-O-G-G. AdvertiseWithDog.com now. Find out more about how we can help your you, business. Your product, your business. We want to sell you to Ooh, the highest bidder. We do want to sell you. Your product. We want to sell your product. Uh, also, before we get out of here, we got a couple things uh, to get to. We've got to get a top guy uh uh excuse me top dog we talked about the top top guys so i understand the honest I mistake. Got don't let it happen again producer tom is just uh tom <laughs> <laughs> you've lost it 10 second tom go producer tom <laughs> is robert the gimp's brother uh <laughs> we call him thomas he, he works my levels over here uh dom is back in headquarters producer tom's over here Dom has just sent me top dog. Oh, hey, can we talk about who we're gonna have next week or no? It should be a secret. No, yeah, we're gonna drop that. I want him to wait. I want him to wait. Uh, By the way, if you've watched this far into the podcast, oh yeah, pat yourself on the back. But (laughs) if you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment and thank producer Tom for all he's done. Please, because Tom does a lot for us. And Robert the Gimp, thank him too. Robert the Gimp, that's the next shirt. That's the next shirt we're going to do is Robert (laughs) RTG. Dog, you're in for some trouble on Top Dog. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah. It's all fun and games. So I've just seen these three names. You are in trouble, brother. Bun of a sitch. Here we go. You're about to go on a losing streak. So is this Top Dog? This is Top Dog. You ready? So is this I a segment you, called Top Dog? I give you Top Dog. Top <laughs> Everybody's dog. flogging. Top Dog. Everyone's Top Dog in. I don't know. He ain't gonna... the bottom dog. He's the Top <laughs> Dog. Um, uh, I give well, you three names. Each name you tell me. Bottom. Are you a better sports entertainer than that name? Are you ready? I mean, this is all Dom's doing. I don't know doing. if I'm ready. I just said yes, quickly. This is thinking. all Dom's doing. First up, are you a better sports entertainer 
than Bruno San Martino. Yes. There you go. If Pittsburgh people can boo him because of Roman Reigns, <laughs> then yes, I am better. A better sports entertainer. But you know what? Truth be told, I don't I don't think so. He was he was a worker. And he was a, and he could work the people uh, more so than he could work the opposite uh, wrestler in the ring. Um, but so so he was pretty dang good. But you know that was a long time ago. Come rules, on with it. Rules were different. Bruno had back hair. You know what I mean? Like there's different <laughs> a lot of hair. Different rules. But, but that's kind of why people liked him. Like he was that. Hey, I'm why yeah. I oughta. If I had half a mind, I'd. And then he'd do it. You know what I mean? And then, and so he was the badass of Pittsburgh. And then, of course, the whole uh, East Coast, uh, the uh, Northeast, and and the world, really. Uh, because now you can see everything. But yeah, he was a bad dude. I wouldn't want to wrestle him, but I'm a better sports entertainer than Bruno San Martino. He had baby face back hair. He did. How do you? That's when when you're over. You well, I mean, I guess uh, you know George the Animal still did it. I was too. about to say that's so. the only hairiest dudes I know. Yeah, and they were both baby faces. And Teen Wolf, and he didn't wrestle. So. <laughs> Teen Wolf was awesome. <laughs> yeah, don't you is. don't you talk about Teen Wolf? Remember the the guy on his basketball team was the heel in Pee Wee's Adventure. Pee Wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. <laughs> He was. Yeah, I met him at like a signing thing. He's lost a bunch of weight, and it was like, yeah, Francis. Francis. Was he nice? He, he was nice as crap, but he's skinny, and it was like I, I would not know you. It's like I wouldn't know you were to That's save my incredible. life. But I said the same thing about me. <laughs> like I wouldn't know if I was walking by. Thank God Billy's standing next to me, and there's a big picture of us. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm that guy. Uh, uh, right. They go, well, Billy's still in really good shape. Why do you look like crap? <laughs> oh, thanks. Thanks, fans. Old, old protein farts, as my wife calls him. Did I tell you that story? No, Billy. Hey, Billy. I thought I told you this Billy's story. got some. Hey, she she had no idea who Billy Gunn was. She, you know, no she's way. not. She's never been into wrestling. She's younger than me. She's just never into it. Like, most ladies at the time. Yeah. Um, she, <laughs> she, she got she got put at his table. She had to run his table at Starcast, oh. and you know, taking his money, getting everybody, <laughs> taking the pictures. And he finally leans in. He goes, "I got to take a break. I've got to go to the restroom." And she, she's like, "Okay." And he, she said he stands up, and he's like, "She can hear him." Like rapid fire, right? You and had he, the walking part. She did. And he goes. Point me where I need to go. And she's like, through that door. And he just, you can see him like holding it hey in. Hey, man, just there, there used to be, because when the, back in the day, the early day, <laughs> when they had Ico Pro and all, and Davy Boy, yeah. and Luger, and the guns, the smoking guns, both of them were jacked. Uh, everybody was jacked in protein. And, dude, we'd be on a plane, and somebody would fart one of those bad protein, and just the whole, oh my God, the whole plane. And, and you just, it's like 12 people dying laughing. <laughs> and gagging. <laughs> Tears oh. everywhere. So she's like. So Scott Hall, Scott Hall said, <laughs> nothing's funnier than seeing somebody sell your and I cursed because that was Scott's authentic <laughs> language. 
And he meant that. Like, he meant if you fart and don't put it over and then somebody else sells it. Oh. He thought seeing them sell it, it is. was the funniest thing. Because it is. It definitely is. Oh, it is. Well, my wife texts me, who's this protein fart guy? Do you know he'll murder you? Like... That's the last uh, guy to be shake calling. Shake that dude's hand. Yeah. He's, oh, he's a great guy, man. No, he but was he, fantastic. He does. He eats. Like, even the, we would go to, like, so-and-so, you know, wherever to do a, a, a con or whatever, a comic con or something. <laughs> and he would have a, a cooler bag with pancakes and stuff all made. Of, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? dude, I'm going downstairs. They got free breakfast. <laughs> They got pancakes. <laughs> they got pancakes and and powdered eggs. <laughs> oh, and a little carton of milk like we used to get in school. <laughs> She's, she saw him come back on television. She goes, why is everybody scissoring protein fart guy? It's like, not going to be able to explain. Hey, also, no also, why is protein fart guy bigger than everybody else on the whole show? Huge. Good God almighty. Because he's got protein fart. Those protein spray, farts are working. He's, he's baking some brownies. All right, here we go. Top dog number two. Are you a better sports entertainer than Ted DiBiase? Oh. No. Woo! No, these these are hard. I I said yes begrudgingly because of the Pittsburgh crowd on on Bruno, uh, but I can't say yes to Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase's been good for a really long time, and he cut great promos. Um, so no, no, I'm not as good as Ted DiBiase. Maybe for people my and age, I don't, and I don't think that is hard to say. <laughs> that doesn't make me uncomfortable it doesn't make me think twice it doesn't make me <laughs> yeah. go hmm. like Ted DiBiase was really friggin good for a lot of years you know what I mean and so I don't know I was gonna say for people my age that you know before you didn't get to see every other territory and what it was going on yeah when you get older and you start watching older matches you know when they became more accessible yeah and you see older matches with him and what he was doing you're like man Wait a minute. This guy didn't just appear out of thin air as a million-dollar man. <laughs> right. He's been he had putting been, in heavy he had work. been putting in time in, uh, in Louisiana <laughs> for Watts and everywhere. So, <clears throat> yeah, he's great. All right. And last but not least, are you a better sports entertainer than Bam Bam Bigelow? Oh, man, that's hard, too. Bam Bam was – no, no, I'm not. Really? I don't know, man. Bam Bam Bigelow is like a – household name almost oh you know everybody what I mean? knows the name everybody knows the name everybody knows bam bam bigelow and he wrestled the cocaine football player what's his name horace taylor yeah yeah <laughs> the cocaine football player yeah i couldn't think and of somehow i spoke your language <laughs> yeah you knew exactly who i was talking about yeah. um but but it could have been any member of the nfl roster <laughs> yeah that's why we had to narrow it down but we got yeah. <laughs> Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, Bam Bam Bigelow, man. He was, Bam Bam was awesome. He was a great guy, too. One of those mind-blowing big guys that yeah, you, as you a kid, do it like, all. I used to what? love. I used to love when he'd just do a cartwheel out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like somebody oh. do something, and he'd just do a cartwheel. <laughs> and you just <laughs> like, go like, what? oh, holy crap. What? <laughs> and I, I do it and break my yeah. arm. Yeah. <laughs> my elbow just caves <laughs> under the pressure of my weight. He's just gracefully doing it for no reason. Like Hello. He's, like he's Simone Biles. Yeah, just boss. Uh. 
and he's perfect. <laughs> oh my lord! Yeah, he's great. Bam, bam, big. All right, one for out. two, one for three. All right, before we get out of here and get to the thankful minute, make sure you like, subscribe, leave a five star rating on all. Thank you platforms. guys for joining us. Uh, follow us on Twitter. He's at Brian R D James at the Casio Kid at You Didn't Know Pod for the show. Everywhere there, YouTube, like, subscribe, turn on notifications at youtube.com slash D O G G or just go to bag of Johnson's.com. That'll there take it you is. there. Fox get Gimmicks gets get all you, of, of gimmicks. Get your gimmicks. All of our gimmicks. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a Fergal, Fergal McDivitt guy. guy. He fears no man. He is Fergal McDivitt. That's uh, a good looking gonna, shirt. We we got some ideas for some new shirts. Are we doing yeah. uh yeah. comfy shut, clothes shut and murder up, clothes? Uh you know what's uh what was this line that uh, Sergeant Hulka or whatever his name was in Stripes? He said, pipe down, Francis. Pipe down, Francis. <laughs> Never mind. It was not funny. <laughs> Here. <laughs> if, yeah. you, if you know what I'm talking about, then it Comment. might be funny. Comment but, below and tell, yes, me, tell us the line he's talking about. Yeah. Um, also, uh, all of that at boxofgimmicks.com. Dog. Yeah. Before we get to the thankful minute, we got to announce our guest for next Ooh, yeah, week's yeah. show. It is one of your closest friends. One of my in the business, great my friends. Friend. Uh, yeah, one of my great friends. And I'm so happy uh, to have him on the show. Um, you might know him as Dennis Knight. You might know him as Naked Midian. You might know him as Midian. You might know him as Dennis Knight from Southern Justice. You might know him from uh, the Godwins, being Pig Phineas Ignatius Godwin, I think was his full name. Um, uh, you might know him as the Midian, like I said, from the Undertaker's uh, Leatherface Ministry, Leatherface in uh, Port Puerto Rico and Memphis in the USWA territory. So Dennis Knight. Tex, Slazinger, Midian, uh, gr great friend of mine there. We caught him right there on Ash Wednesday. Um, so <laughs> we, we, they, we know he's religious. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be yeah, it's gonna fly be on the wall for me. Don't yeah. expect a lot except laughing. Dude, he's, he's quick-witted and so funny and has no filter. So I will say now if you tune in next <laughs> week... Uh, put your big boy pants on uh, because we'll take you for a ride uh, through the Attitude Era, and it might be rated R. Uh, but Edge was the rated R superstar, so I figure I can do it too. Yeah, there uh, we go. We're going to have a great time, man, that's for sure. So check that out next week. Can't wait for you all to uh, hear that and talk yeah. to him and uh, get caught up and hear all the great stories you guys have uh, from <laughs> yeah. throughout the years. Uh, and before we get out of here, we always like to end on a high note. Yeah. And we end on the thankful minute. We put 60 seconds on the clock, and that's where Road Dog tells us anything he's got going on in his life, and there's plenty of things in all of our lives if we yeah. really pay attention, and that's what we want to focus on, the good things that are going on. What is Brian James thankful for? 60 seconds on the clock. Let's go. So this is a, a rehash of one, but it's, it's still really uh, pertinent today. Like, it's the relationships in my life. Um, because that's what it all boils down to. You know what I mean? Like who, 
I, what do you want your legacy to be? I, I don't, I don't know. I never thought about wanting a legacy. I just want to love my friends and my family and be a good father and a good husband and a good grandfather and, and do these things. And maybe that'll be, they remember, Hey, granddad was cool. Wasn't he? Um, but, but relationships, man, not, not just the ones we have on the show with, with the, with Tom and, and the gimp, but, but also <laughs> with the people that, that, you know, Dom and, and, uh, Casio and Conrad and the, the whole ads free team that I've made friends with. And I can't see the clock, but I'm going to keep going. Um, it's my show, damn it. Uh, but I'm thankful for the relationships and, and Midian is, is a great friend of mine and I'm excited to do this show with him next week. But, but relationships go is it's, Oh, we just blew up. Mm. Mm. That was too bad. I think, like you said, it's your show. Go ahead. Oh, hey, that's right. Yeah, no, for the relationships in my life, man, because sometimes I say, oh, look, I can count on one hand the good friends I have. That's a lie. Like, I got, I could, I could probably count and use some toes. You know what I mean? And that's not, everybody doesn't have that. You know what I mean? And so that's not saying anything about me. I think it's just saying how silly and crazy those people are. Um, But I don't know, man. I have a lot of great friends and a lot of great relationships that, help me in my life. I can talk to friends of mine about things that are going on. You know what I mean? About ED, about, uh, wait, we can cut that out. Can't we? <laughs> no, I already fired Tom for the night. So we got no more editing hours left. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm uh, or am I? Uh, but, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful that if I did and need to talk about it, I got people in my life that I could call and trust to give me sound advice and I got more than five, you know what I mean? And that, it just reminded me, like, I'm really grateful for the people in my life. And I believe God put those people in my life for a reason. And, and some of them are good for me and some of them I'm good for them. You know what I mean? We say in a, in a, in a program sometimes, Hey, sometimes a meeting needs me. And sometimes I need a meeting, you know what I mean? And that's, and that's the way life goes. Sometimes a person needs a shoulder to cry on. Sometimes they need to, uh, you know, sometimes you need to be that, that shoulder. And so anyway, thankful for you guys. Who was it we were talking about? I believe it was on this podcast, so it's going to be weird if not. But <laughs> we were talking about you sitting around with some of the guys, and the guy looked up at you and said, this is what I missed. It was Edge. It was yeah. Edge. And, and we sat around Edge and the OC and me and one of the writers sat around in, the, in catering. And, and, man, they didn't have to do much on the show, and I didn't have to do nothing because I was just there to be there at the garden. And we had a blast, man, for like two hours just laughing and talking pretty much like we do on here. Um and he said, man, that's what I love is the camaraderie. And, uh, and that, that's it in a nutshell, man. If you could bottle that, you'd be a millionaire. Maybe a well, billionaire. Thank y'all for listening to this. Can't wait for y'all Amen. to. One of, one of those special relationships that Dog was just talking about uh, is Tex, Midian, Dennis, whatever you want to call him. Yep. He's going to be on here with us. He's our guest. That's what we're going to call him next week. He's yep. going to become part of the Dog family officially Amen. here on the podcast. Can't wait for y'all to join us. I'm Cassio, he's Brian R.D. James, and if you didn't like this show, we got two words for you. Suck it. God, he's hot.